Jollof rice is an iconic West African rice dish filled with meat, vegetables, and intense spice. It's gone from relative obscurity to global superstardom in the past 10 years. Jollof rice festivals and cooking competitions have become regular summertime events locally and nationwide. And last month, the United Nations recognized the dish. WBEZ producer Sienna Greaves gives us a taste. Each country in West Africa shares a love of jollof and a strong belief that their country or ethnic group makes it the best. As a Liberian-American, I get it. And so does Patrice Spencer. We met up in our Hyde Park condo. You know, the mark of a good Liberian jollof is like there's a little bit of everything in there. Spencer is the co-founder of IO Foods, based right here in Chicago. The company specializes in frozen West African meals and is available in grocery stores across the country. We share a Liberian heritage, and while you can find Nigerian, Ghanaian, and Senegalese versions of jollof in restaurants, Liberian jollof is a little harder to find. What makes Liberian jollof so good is the long list of ingredients. Tomato paste, uh, our plethora of spices here, bouillon, little uh, ginger, curry, madras curry we use, a little sea salt, and then fresh thyme. And of course, the scorching hot pepper. Spencer is using a habanero-based pepper her company launched last year. Mmm, that's really, really nice. There's lots of flavor, and while the heat is tampered down a bit, it's still pretty intense. Our ingredients are assembled, and we're ready to cook. The first ingredient, of course, is a well-seasoned pot. That perfect pan that like cooks everything just right, especially with jollof. Like, and this is my pan that I've got to use every time. <laughs> Our next step is a bit of a point of contention among jollof makers. What type of white rice is best? Now, most Liberians use parboiled rice. As its name suggests, this is rice that's partially cooked. Spencer explains the science behind this particular choice. It soaks up water a little bit differently. And so one of the distinctions of jollof is it has this beautiful kind of distinctive texture. It's not mushy. Uh, it's not too wet. And so parboiled is what we use as a way to like appropriately soak in those moisture levels so you can kind of savor every single bite. So any... Decent cook knows that you've got to rinse that rice really well. Um, if that rice isn't rinsed, don't eat it. <laughs> like being able to like cook the rice was a little bit of like a rite of passage in my house growing up. Like you made it when you were given a rice duty. I'll say I never graduated to rice duties. Um, really? No, my dad just bought a rice cooker. <laughs> Once our rice is prepped, it's time to combine all of our ingredients. These veggies are in pretty good shape. So next thing we're gonna do is layer in that puree. So in the puree is a little uh, roasted garlic, onion, tomato, and habanero. The aroma is absolutely amazing. There's a little cumin in the adobo, so you're probably smelling that too. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're gonna let that just simmer. After about 30 minutes, it's time to eat. It's so lovely. 
I haven't had jollof in I don't know how long. It's perfect. Toothsome, spicy, smoky, earthy, with a touch of sweetness from the tomatoes. I asked Spencer how she feels about jollof's growing fame. I feel like Jollof is having the moment it deserves to have, and it's one that's long overdue. You know, my dad immigrated to the States in the 70s, and I don't think he could have ever imagined that, you know, some of the, the his favorite dishes from home would be enjoyed by folks all across the country. But the biggest question for her and myself is why did it take so long? Sienna Greaves, WBEZ News.